what happens when if the Erev that you left, Erev Tafshilin, was eaten before Shabbos? We know that uh, whenever, whenever Yontov falls out on a Friday, we always uh, have to make Erev Tafshilin before Yontov begins. Sometimes it only happens like on Shavuos when the first day Yontov is Friday, but usually uh, it happens that um, uh, Yontov... Um, falls out Thursday and Friday. So usually in, in, the, in the outside of Israel, it's always second day. Uh, Yonta falls on Friday. And only Rosh Hashanah in Israel, uh, the second day can fall out on Friday too. So basically in Israel, the only time that you would make errors of Shilin is only if Shavuos falls out on Friday or Rosh Hashanah falls out on Thursday and Friday. But outside of Israel happens quite often. That it, this year Pesach, for example. Pesach falls out Thursday, Friday and um, goes into Shabbos. So in order to cook, because we have a law that we can never prepare or cook anything, all of the permissible things that we can do on Yontif, which we, it's a dispensation in order to cook, we can cook, we can light from fire to fire and so on and so forth. We can only do for this day, not for next day. And uh, therefore, on a Thursday night, on a Thursday we can never light candles and we can never start cooking until Yontav is out. That's why the second Seder begins always later than the first Seder. Because we have to wait until everything is out and only then you can start preparing. I think this year it's about 6, 12 or something like that. That uh, It's the earliest you can start preparing from uh, on Thursday for the next Seder. And you can't light candles, you can't uh, start preparing foods. Even setting up the table, you can only do it after 6, 12. What happens on Friday? Friday is a problem. Because on Friday... On one hand, it's Yontif, so you can only cook for today, you can't cook for tomorrow. But on Shabbos, you can never cook, no matter what. doesn't matter what, uh, what's the emergency. On Shabbos, it's, it's a cardinal offense. So how do we go about fulfilling the, this particular concept of the rabbis that you, that you can never do anything on Friday like Shabbos, like Shabbos candles? You can't do it for next day, and you can't cook and everything else. So the rabbis, they always give solutions together with some of the problems that they, that they make for us, that they make certain legislations for good reason. I say problems in a humorous way, but obviously the rabbis had, uh, they were empowered by Hashem himself to create legislations. And um, at the same time, many, many times they've given us a solution how to overcome it. So they've um, told us that you can do what's called Erev Tafshilin, which means on the Erev Yontif, any time from the morning until you light the candles, there's a certain... Uh, ceremony that you do, a legal ceremony, that you take, if, if there's another person, you take the, a piece of matzah. On Pesach, you can only take matzah. Other yonder, you can also take challah. But on Pesach, you can only matzah with a, some cooked foods, which is like um, an egg or a piece of fish. And you give it to another person. You say that you are mezake. You merit. Anybody that wants to be merit with this, with this Eruv, uh, for this yontav. Mazel tov, mazel tov. And, and, um, and the person gives, gives a, you know, lifts it up to merit everybody else, and then you give it back to the Balabos, and Balabos makes a blessing. Asher Kedushonu, Mitzvah Yisavitzavanu, Al Mitzvah Eruv. And then you make a special, again, it's written in Aramaic, but you can say it in English. It's better to say it in English, or at least in both languages, but not just, you have to understand what you're saying. And basically, you're saying, with this Eruv, I'm now permitted to, um, 
uh, to cook and bake and, and light candle and prepare the all preparations from Friday to, um, to Shabbos. So first of all, we have to understand... Then you can, you, can, you can just live to yourself. If you have a choice, you can, you can do it yourself. It's, it's better to get somebody else, but it's also okay to do it yourself. And the logic behind it, that's why it's called Erev. The word Erev means to combine. Just like we call the Erev, the city Erev, because it combines to make it into, into a private property. And just like a Erev Chatzeres, we make Erev to combine private, like if you live in an apartment building, it combines private properties to make it like one, so you can carry from one private property to another, and Tchumim. Similarly, over here, you're combining it from Erev Yontov to Shabbos, as if you already started to prepare and therefore, the rabbis say you're allowed to continue. Since you made Erev and you made a Hecker, you're allowed to continue. It's not called that you're just doing it from Friday. You already started to prepare. And this particular Erev that you prepared, which is a piece of challah other times on, on, on Pesach, it's matzah, and uh, a, a cooked dish, there's an argument in the Gemara whether only a cooked dish is enough, and the cooked dish is the main thing, but the, but the custom today is everywhere to make do both a baked, something baked like, like, uh, like bread, matzah, or a cooked dish. When do we eat it? We put it away and we eat it on Shabbos afternoon. Some people who used to eat wash for the third meal, they eat it on the, during the third meal. And uh, people who don't eat the third meal, they eat it for, for lunch. Now, the question which I was asked over here, it was important to give this particular agdoma, this particular preamble. What happens if the Eruv becomes lost, first of all, wasn't asked, he was asked, was eaten. So you, you lose it. Or you ate it by mistake. Somebody took it, so a nice piece of matzah, piece of fish, piece of egg, and you ate it beforehand. So what do you do about it? So the answer is, and over here I'm going to give you just a, 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 on a positive note, that if it was lost or you ate it, after you finished lighting candles or cooking for Shabbos, then it's fine. Even before you, let's say, for example, uh, you, you knew where the Erev was, and uh, you already prepared everything for Shabbos. So that's fine. There's no, no problem. You've done everything in a permitted way, and it's not a problem. What happens if you discover that it's lost or it's eaten before you had a chance to prepare for Shabbos and the cook and everything else? It was eaten, um, it was eaten before that. That's the, the bottom line, that if, if you prepared everything and then you ate it, you should go But if you didn't prepare yet and it's lost or it's eaten, then it depends. If... You um, only ate the matzah, or you lost the matzah, and uh, you, uh, you you still got the cooked dish there. Then it's okay because the cooked dish is the main thing. And, and Medina de Gemara, according to Gemara, that's really you could be yotze with that. It's just the custom became to do both because machloek is to do so both. But really, you could be yotze with a cooked. Uh, dish and therefore, if cooked dish remains, it's okay. Now, what happens if everything is gone? The answer is that you really have to ask a rabbi. But there is a way to rely on it, at least the first time that it happens, because that stems from a general halacha. What happens if a person forgot to do it all together? What happens if, you know? So we know that the rabbi of the city always has everybody in mind. He has the whole city in mind when he does it. But you, you know, you're not allowed to have in mind everybody if they will do it just out of lack of care. You're only allowed to include people who either uh, there was oinus. Oinus means that there was a real, real um, situation that was beyond their 
power to fix. It wasn't just negligence or they just couldn't kill us or they forgot. They just, you know, something happens to you and it didn't happen. Such a person included with the rov of the city who has a mind or rov of the community who has a mind to include everybody. And if somebody just plainly forgot, you have usually one time to rely on the rov. One time that the, the aloha tells you that's okay. But, but we are told, we're warning you, it's like one strike, two strike, and three strike is out over here. We'll give you one time. And if um, you keep on forgetting about it, then ultimately you are not allowed to rely on the rov. Again, if somebody is not making their own um, Shabbos and somebody is not cooking themselves and they're relying on somebody else, then they're, all, they're included within the household. So if somebody eats at somebody's house, then they're included in the area of the person. It's only the people of the household who do light their own candles and cook their own food.